Welcome everybody back to Glowcast. This is the podcast where I talk to my friends about how we live high five lives and live through our higher selves so that you guys can do the same. Today I'm talking to Shannon. Shannon is a Reiki practitioner and the owner of Heart and Ulm. Hello. Hey. I'm so excited to be able to talk to another Reiki practitioner. Reiki's been a big part of my life uh, for a few years now. So thanks. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to kind of share my own experience with all of you. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know for me, what started my Reiki journey was dealing with a lot of anxiety and a bad relationship that caused a lot of anxiety for me. Um, I, when I started getting Reiki treatments or sessions, I should say myself, I, my baseline was anxious. (laughs) I didn't have anything that was lower than that. So it was suggested to me to, um, to try a session for myself. And during it, I felt very relaxed, but not feeling like anything crazy was going on. But then when I was all closed up and it was finished and I started to, you know, sit back up and come back to myself, I just had this overwhelming feeling of peace that I had not felt in I've got three years and that was the exact moment where I was like, I need to be able to do this for other people. And from then I was receiving Reiki regularly from my practitioner who also taught me. So until I got my attunements and did it myself, um, you know, I was seeing her, uh, but what, um, what led you on your Reiki journey? So my Reiki journey started about, oh, I guess it would be three years ago now. Um, My mom was diagnosed with cancer, and she was actually diagnosed already, like, pretty progressive, um, pretty aggressive. So she was already at the stage, like, the end stages of her cancer when it was diagnosed. And she had about, they gave her about 11 months to kind of... um, to live with what she had and so I took care of her through that period of time and like I've always been open to spirituality and I've always like read tarot cards and things like that and that's something that I kind of used to help my mom as well while we were going through the process but she actually had a couple Reiki sessions herself while she was getting treatment and they really did help her relax and calm and and my mom, you know, after taking care of her for so long, she was like, you really need to, like, do your tarot card thing, Shannon. Like, you're so good at that stuff, and you connect with people so well. Like, you really need to look into that. And, you know, I never really even ever heard of Reiki until she had her own treatments. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, I, I like what they did, and I kind of felt that connection there. And then after she passed away, like, a year later, um, I still hadn't even thought about Reiki at that point, but I was struggling with my own emotions and, you know, stress, anxiety, grief, depression, like you name it, the gamut, right? And I was like, I know that I'm not, I'm going through something very specific. It's not like, 
you know, when you go to the doctor, it was like, oh, you know, take some medication. Like, I didn't want to have to do that. Right. So my friend, actually, she asked me to go to um, these guided group meditations with her, with her shaman. And that's kind of where my healing journey began. And it changed my life. And then I finally, like, one day I just was like, you know what? I'm going to look up this Reiki thing again and maybe get some treatment. And actually then I was like, oh, she's doing a class. Well, maybe I'll just learn how to do it myself, right? And so I just, it started for me that way. Like literally uh, took some of the money that I had gotten from my mom's passing and put it into taking these courses because it can be pretty pretty expensive right? Um, if you plan on going the whole way. So I kind of, I literally like paid for, for me it was four classes. So I paid for all four of them from, um, you know, level one certification all the way to master teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it began for me. And I didn't even realize that that would be my journey. And I kind of feel like my mom had a little bit of a hand in that from the other side. Being yeah. Like, no, 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 we're going to steer you in this direction. Because <laughs> she obviously might know something a little more than I do now. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where my journey began. It's a little, little bit different because as you're saying, like, I've never had I didn't start by going to Reiki treatments myself. Right. And it was a little bit different in that aspect, but it did change my life completely. Like, oh, absolutely. I can't think that I have ever could look back and say that it wasn't worth it, you know? It changed everything in my life in such a, like, I don't know if you can say the same, but it was such a short period of time where I saw, like, so many things happening for me. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of where my journey began, right? Yeah. yeah. And I know for me, like I saw changes, like I had mentioned when I started getting sessions, but there's also some crazy shifts you go through after you get attunements too. Yes. That that's where, that's where my turning points were, I think. And where those major shifts were for me were for the attunements more so than receiving the sessions. But had I not just felt peace for the first time, in so yeah, long with that really session, good. yeah, I wouldn't have been led to uh, to want to be a practitioner and then, you know, have all of those amazing experiences that I have now with myself and with my clients. Um, you know, sometimes it's really I emotional. I had no idea what I was going to do with the Reiki. I didn't think of even at that time, like, I'm going to be a Reiki practitioner I just felt called to it, and I was like, you know, we'll we'll figure it out later. Kind yeah. Of thing. And but it changed so quickly, and it Reiki has a way of like I went through a really dark period after as well, like during the attunements and things like that. The spaces in between, and yeah, healing like you really got to do the work too if you <laughs> you know to feel that good energy that can come from it because mm-hmm. you know it does bring up a lot of stuff, right? Right. You're getting the achievements as well. So you do have to give yourself that time. But yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting to be in this position, owning my own business and running a business out of my home and like taking it to this point in such a short period of time. I, I couldn't have even imagined that two or three years ago, that was not even on my radar. Yeah. And so it's, pretty amazing how profoundly it's changed my life in such a short period of time. I feel the same way. Six months ago, I was working 
in customer service at in like a corporate job. And now I get to do this. <laughs> it's it's yeah, crazy. I wanted to start my own business as well, but I didn't know what. Um, I've been a stay-at-home mom for 10 years and 11 years, actually. And so I was like, I don't want to have to go back to working just a regular job as well. Yeah. And so this was my opportunity, right? And I was like, this is my opportunity to turn something that I'm actually good at and I have a passion for and like turn it into like a career for me as well but it's not only a career now like it's a way for me to heal yeah become a healing tool for me in my life dealing with you know the loss of my mom and you know she's gonna be gone for like a lot like the rest of my life so it's like this is a way for me to have a tool to deal with it as I go on throughout my life as well right so it's been covers so many different areas of your life that you don't even realize once you start. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, because you have that connection with your mom to Reiki, do you also feel connected to her when you're giving sessions like to yourself or? Yeah, it's changed a lot for me. Um, It actually opened up my connection to spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually within the last few months have been, even more so because it was just her, but like being able to connect with her, mm-hmm. but it's still actually difficult to be honest to connect because it's still like a very like sore spot, soft spot for me. Yeah. So it's kind of still something I, I, it still gets a little bit hard and emotional, you know, to kind of go to that place, but it helps to have that more of a connection, I guess, than most people do because, my siblings are, they don't really have any sort of spiritual beliefs or background. And I find that because I have this kind of tool and this belief system, it's been a lot easier for me to cope with the loss and the grief and the stress that comes along with it mm-hmm. than, than they are because I have something bigger than myself that I believe in. And I feel like that's very important when you're dealing with these kinds of things, right? It's, believing a little bit outside of yourself is bigger than yourself and having that connection to spirit. um, You know, she came through all my attunements and my Reiki master, like she had, she had no idea that I had lost my mom and she's just like, Oh, your mom's here. keeps showing up. And obviously I had expressed to her what had happened, but she came to every single one of my attunement. To me, that says she's proud of you. Yeah, like she was like, yes, you go, girl. Yeah. So excited for me. And like I said, I think she had a little bit of a hand in that as well. But yeah, it's it's something I'm definitely working on trying to connect more with her specifically. But it's it's still a little bit of of an emotional thing that I'm, you know, working on myself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that I think is something that is really special and unique to you because of your experience with Reiki as a whole, not in my experience, not many people who are Reiki practitioners also do mediumship and are able to, you know, feel like connections like that too. So that's really unique and special. Um, Do you do Reiki on yourself? I do. Yes. And I've actually had a lot of um, great results from that. Um, I think, like I said, I use it a lot for coping with my stress and my grief and, you know, those moments where it's like it's 
get just like anxiety, you just get so overwhelmed and it's not something you can control. Yeah. So with Reiki, learning to allow things a little bit more and just honoring things a little more and just letting things come as they come. And I actually have had an easier time, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't last as long, you know, like getting into those sad moments. Like we all are still, no matter if you're a Reiki practitioner or not, like, Life is still going to knock you down every now and again. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's a great tool to have. It's been a great tool for me, you know, coping with my stress and even physical ailments. Like, I definitely have had a lot of tension headaches from my stress and my anxiety. And I've, like, done a lot of work on myself with that. And, you know, it's a process. As you know, it doesn't snap magic right there. It's going to fix everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a tool for me to, you know, heal myself emotionally and physically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I tend to do the same things, and it's funny, like, when you are able to rid yourself of, like, a stomach ache or a headache for the first time, you're like, oh, <laughs> look what I did. But it's... You can do it, and it's a, it's it blows my mind every time I'm able to do it. Um, just because I think it's so cool that we have the power to be able to do that, and then on top of it, to me, being able to help with the emotional is more powerful than the physical because I think that emotional pain will cause us physical pain eventually. Um, so, um being like being in situations where I've, you know, had my clients on the table and they're so relaxed that they fall asleep. I've had clients lay on my table and just feel like they need to talk and say something and end up sharing something really deep. And I end up crying with them. Like the things that I have experienced and learned, I think the one, what sticks out to me the most is that, that I've learned from Reiki is that we are all connected and we're all one and we can all help each other. Um, yeah. And it's beautiful. Thanks. What are some things that um, Reiki has taught you? Well, I think for me, I've learned a lot more about myself as to why I like things that I didn't realize before like why people would open up to me so much. Mm -hmm. Like I found through my life, like why do people like strangers at the bus stop literally telling me their whole life story right now? Like I understand my friends would be like, I don't get it. Like you just always attract these people to you that need (laughs) help in some sort of way, you know? And I'm like, I don't understand it. And until I started doing tea, I'm like, oh, well, this makes sense. Like obviously they could sense my energy in some way, sure. Some of them were not, um, you know, they were a little, like, unusual people that I wouldn't usually expect myself to start a conversation with. And, yep. You know, sometimes it can get a little creepy, but, you know, there's lots of times where I find, like, wow, I really did just help somebody that's a complete stranger by giving them, almost like giving them a space, like being able to hold space for people. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize that that was a gift that I had until I started doing Reiki and I, until I started like practicing with my clients, like you said too, the same experience. Like sometimes my clients will come and they won't, we won't even make it to the table because they just, I think they just needed somebody to listen and someone to talk to. 
that has no judgment or no, you know, no stake in the game of like what they're dealing with. And I yeah. have no biases with, for them. So they would literally come and they'll sit here for an hour and just talk to me about their whole life. And I won't even really have to give them full response half the time. They're just literally looking for somebody to hold space for them. And that's one thing I've learned about myself that's like, wow, I really can, you know, hold space for people. And like, I realized like how non-judgmental I am and that that's probably why so many people were attracted to me because I was not, they were never left my presence feeling like I had judged them or given them some sort of opinion they didn't ask for, like things like that. Yeah. It's like a, a very open person I think they just sensed that and that's why I would get so many strange people come up to me and just be like I don't know like and they tell me their whole story and one get the bus stop right yeah and it's totally the same as like you know people cry on the table people you know sometimes they wake up and or they fall asleep about usually it's about half an hour into doing the Reiki that they'll I'll notice their breathing change and they're like totally out cold and that they don't even realize it. Yeah. And these people are like, come into me, come in thinking like, Oh, you know, I just need this. And they like, I can't stop my brain. I am. My brain never stops. And I'm just like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. Those are the people that are like, out cold on the table. And I got to, you know, kind of mush. Like, we're done now. (laughs) didn't even realize I was sleeping that whole time. Yep. Yeah, you're relaxed now, huh? <laughs> Everybody has a different, I guess, reaction, you could say, to having a Reiki treatment. Yeah. And seeing all of them was very interesting. I think one of the most interesting ways that it was explained to me by somebody was, she was like, it feels like, when when she was done, she said it felt like, there was meaning to, or like she finally understood what the phrase like a weight lifted off your shoulders felt because she felt physically lighter. Um, But then um, she also was telling me that during the session, she could just feel energy move through her body and out her feet and then felt something relaxing come in and replace it. And she just kind of settled. And I thought that that was a really, a really interesting and cool way to like describe essentially what Reiki is because we're, you know, flushing out all of that negative blocky gross energy and replacing it with the love and light of Reiki energy. Yeah. And I, a lot of my clients will see, it's funny, like the colors to when I'm like, because I'll like check their chakras and stuff first. So if I find anything in the chakras while I'm doing the Reiki, I'll also work on that. Mm-hmm. And so they'll like end up seeing the colors because I write everything down as I'm going so we can kind of go over it after the session. And she's like, I just was seeing like a lot of purples and yellows. And I was like, oh, well. You know, I was working with your sacral and I was working, um, oh, sorry, your plexus and I was working with your crown and, and, and it just, it's funny how they have no idea what I'm doing because I don't know about you, but I, I don't actually do full hands on. I only do just right now because I'm still so new. It's, I'm kind of just still working with that. I only usually touch like your head, like do those positions. Mm-hmm. 
um, touching. So they don't know where I am a lot of the time in the room either. Yep. And so they're like laying there because I also will put a mask over their eyes too. Oh, that must help kind of just set the... I don't want to say set the mood because it doesn't feel right in the context, but it also helps them kind of relax more. Yeah. They're not going to feel like their eyes are fluttering or they kind of want to peek sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, or they can't like, especially for my clients have a hard time settling their minds. I find it works like to kind of settle them a little bit quicker. Okay. And yeah, when I'm doing Reiki too, like I don't know if you noticed this before, I'll start working on one of their, you know, say like she has, an issue with her hip and her leg and I'll start working on her on her leg and and I'll see like her foot start to twitch yep and her, her legs start to move a lot just the one and it's just it's like validating to me like okay I'm moving this energy in this area and then afterwards we're like yeah like I kept feeling that like tingling in my leg and I was like yeah well I was trying to like move that energy for you um because of your, your ailment that you have and I could just see like your hand twitch or I'll see like their stomach move a little bit when I'm going or if I'm working on the heart chakra sometimes doing certain um, Reiki symbols like they'll literally start crying yeah like, that and release of the block wow, it's work I could feel that really like literally coming out you know yeah I've definitely seen um some people have really really emotional experiences when they let go of some blocks and what's funny to me is now that you like I'm hearing you uh describe that experience that somebody had where they were able to see the colors is I think that that's the experience that I had when I got my first session um and I just didn't really realize it at the time just because I didn't know enough at the time to know that, you know, which colors I was seeing and what they meant and things like that. I was just, you know, having the experience for the first time. Um, But yeah, and then the other thing is that I personally with my clients, I know you mentioned how you don't put your hands on them at all. It definitely depends on the practitioner. I personally do put my hands on people, but it's not without warning. So um, when I'm talking to my clients first thing and we're talking about how the session's gonna go I will say you know this is where you'll feel my hands you know is there anywhere you don't want me to touch you I don't have to touch you at all do you want me to not touch you you know it works perfectly fine either way so I think uh I think you know everybody everybody's point is for whoever's getting the session to feel as comfortable as possible so any great Reiki practitioner is going to just make sure that they do whatever they can to make sure that all boundaries are set and comfortable and everybody's feeling good. What's something you would say to somebody who is thinking about getting their first Reiki session? Um, yeah, I just think that a lot of people are a little worried and sometimes what's going to happen, they, I've had People say some interesting things to me of what they think is going to happen in a Reiki session. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we're not doing any of that. What are you some know, things but, that you find you know, people just, worry about? Well, I've had a lady think that, you know, that I was going to, like, call on, like, demons and stuff. Oh. <laughs> and, like, I know. I was like, what? I'm, like, the total opposite spectrum of... <laughs> of that and I think that people a lot of people associate Reiki with witchcraft and witchcraft oh. has a very negative connotation to it. Yes it does. And so they see sometimes like 
the sim- some of the same symbols and like things like that where they're just like ooh like it's it seems satanic or something and, like that is so not what it is polar it's opposite denominational yeah right yeah it's, it's not associated it's, with any religion you don't have to have you yeah you don't have to have any sort of religious background or belief to do Reiki at all. And I think that's the misperception that people have is that you have to have some sort of religious belief to, to get Reiki done, but it's not, it doesn't have to be, I'm not calling, I think people do like, like think that you're going to be, if they're not religious, that you're going to be doing religious things while they're laying on the table. Right. You know what I mean? So I think, being a little open-minded that we're we're working with like many different modalities not just one specific thing and so trying to not associate it too much with the negative um connotations towards like witchcraft and like not not that witchcraft is bad it's just that why like i think there's just this negative feel out there oh yeah on that side of things for it's literally scares people away still yeah um, yeah especially sometimes even if they are religious right like oh they're doing spells and you know yeah i'm not doing spells <laughs> on you while you're <laughs> and everything too is you know um what is it uh by free will right you ending that you aren't um aware of as well like i would never do anything without your permission um, and I think that's a thing that a lot of people like are hesitant of as well. Like, what are you doing? Like, what kind of things are you using? So I just try and explain that to them as well when they come in, like explain it a little bit more in depth for them what Reiki is. Right. So there's a lot of information out there and it's just not all consistent. So find somebody too that you connect with, like, I think a lot of people will just pick the first person that they see that does Reiki, but really I think the connection is very important. Yeah. Um, And talk to them first and see if you have a connection, talk to your practitioner and see if you feel connected because they might not be in alignment with what your beliefs are or what, you know, uh, your intentions might not be the same. Yeah. So I think that's very important as well, making sure that you feel comfortable with the person that you're you're going to be, you know, opening up to with your private your private life. Um, so yeah, I think that's really important. I I think those are all great points because you know, as much as we try and set set up a space where you do feel comfortable and safe. And like, you can be open. It's, you know, I am not for everybody. So if I'm not that person for you, then that's, that's okay. And it's important to, to have the best experience that you can to make sure that you find somebody that you are comfortable with, that you can be open with, that you feel like you can ask questions to the whole nine. So that's a great point. Yeah. I think friendship is, part of it as well because I've actually come up become a lot of um friends with a lot of my clients through just being you know so open and honest with each other and having that built connection over time we built friendships and that's been really great as well you know just being able to build that trust so you want to make sure that you're you know 
dealing with somebody that you feel is has your best intentions as well and they're not just because there are a lot of people out there that are just doing it just to make a quick buck and that's yep. the truth of it and um you know some of them will charge you extensive amounts of money for treatments and some of them are very much worth it as well like i'm going to say that as well you know, it also has to be in alignment with what you're capable of, what your financial situation is. And, you know, there's lots of different people in different scales. So don't just settle on just one, the first person that pops up in your feed or pops up on, you know, your Facebook or something that does Reiki because they might not have the same belief system or intentions that you are aligned with, you know, and, mm -hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people can see through that anyways. You know, they can tell yeah. what your intentions are. So I think that's just very important, making sure that you're in alignment with what your practitioner is doing, you know, and that yeah. you believe in what they're doing. Yeah, I think... And give yourself time. Yeah, absolutely. Never rush. Um, it's... Unfortunately, just like anything else, you're right. There are people who aren't in it for the right reasons. So if you... You know, I never would want anyone to shy away from asking to see my certification or anything like that, because I just want people to be comfortable. Um, so if I just I always suggest the same things to people to, you know, take your time, make sure that you have a connection with somebody and that everything falls into place when you're and I think it goes for all energy healing, too. Um, not just Reiki because energy healing is very intimate. Like we were talking about some very emotional experiences that we've watched people have. So if you're going to put yourself in a position where you need to be open like that to receive healing, you need to be able to do it with somebody that you're, you know, very comfortable with. Yeah. And I won't take it personally. Like that's another thing too. Mm -hmm. Like if you come and, and it just was like, be as honest possible because, I'm also learning as I go because it's a practice. It's not like I'm not a magician either. We're all <laughs> practicing, yeah. So, you know, just be don't worry about hurting my feelings as well because you know, it, like any business, I'm I want to learn from my my customers, my clients as well, and I want to make sure that I'm um, doing you know making sure I'm feeling their needs as well. And being aware of maybe things that I'm not aware of that might make people uncomfortable or, you know, whatever. So I think being honest about that as well. Like, if you're not connecting with me, that's fine. If you came one time and you're just like, I'm not sure I want to come back. Like, I just wasn't feeling a connection. Then that is totally okay. Like, I think people, you know, it's not easy to break up with people in general. Of course. But, you know, like. I won't take that personally because I just want you to find the healing that you need and what's best for you. Right. And if I'm not what's best, if I'm not, we're not connecting in that way, then I'm more than happy to point you even in a direction of somebody else who, that I know that might be able to help you um, in a specific way that maybe I'm not attuned to yet. Yeah. You know, so. And that, now that you mention it, that's a really great, kind of gauge for people too. like if you are having a feeling that somebody is not for you and they don't react that exact way and they give you the opposite and give you a hard time about it like your intuition's telling you the right thing and you should probably go find somebody else because anybody who has yeah. that that intention of real healing is going to have the mindset that you have which is you know it's not me and that's okay I can help you find the healing that you need let's find the right person for you 
yeah, it's very important to be, because we are in tune to other people as well. So I could probably tell that we're not connecting as well. And I'm not going to push that on somebody. Um, like I do group meditations with some young people, um, like troubled youth in the area. Mm-hmm. And so like even during those meditations, like I really have to gauge the energy in the space because there's, they're young people. They don't have the time to sit and always keep their mind on track. So you have to be able to gauge um, the people in the space and your clients yeah. and how comfortable they are. And if they're done, then they're done. And I just kind of slowly like shut it down and end the session because I can tell they're just, we're just not connecting. They're not absorbing or they're not connecting. So I think, you know, just being honest with your practitioner or with yourself, like it's okay to think, like, I didn't feel it. Yeah. I wasn't feeling it. It wasn't happening. I didn't feel much. And it's like, that's okay. My feelings are not hurt because it's not going to connect with every person. And I've actually had that with clients. Like, I've had a skeptic come in and she's like, I'm just not really sure. And I'm like, that's okay. Let's, we'll go with it anyway. We do our we do our session. And even afterwards, she was still kind of like, mm, not really sure. But she was just not connecting. We weren't connecting. So that's fine. And I her to a different lady in town and she was great like yeah so it was just that we did not have the same energy connection it's not even again in a negative way it was just we weren't on the same vibe same level and that's totally fine and we you know like she's good she found somebody that connected with her in the same personality kind of way as well um, because we do deal with people with strong personalities sometimes too. <laughs> like, you know, you get all sorts of people when you do this kind of job. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. We are out of time. Can you tell everybody where to find you online? Yeah, you can pretty much just find me on Facebook and Instagram um, with Part and Ohm. Um, I don't have a web page yet or anything like that, but that's something I'm hoping to work on in the year to come. All right. To grow my business. But yeah, you can definitely check me out on there and kind of follow my journey with my Reiki and, you know, just because that's basically what it's about, following my journey with Reiki and, you know, from the beginning to the end and see where it's taking me. Thank you so much for sharing space with me today and holding space for me and sharing all of your light and insight and all of your fun Reiki knowledge. Thank you for having me. It was really exciting and super fun. Of course. And thanks for everybody for listening. I'll see you soon.